the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Greetings. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for coming along today. The Thursday edition. Had a little moment of panic earlier today. Did you? Because you thought it was Friday, maybe. No, I was talking to the, uh, somebody on the phone. Yeah. And they said, blah, blah. And today's Wednesday. And I was like, oh, no, it's Thursday. And all of a sudden, you know, you sort of go into an existential free fall. Exactly. Because I'm convinced that, obviously, they know the correct thing. Exactly. Because why why wouldn't you trust them? (laughs) Not Not you. Not me. But up to that moment, I was pretty sure it was Thursday. You felt good about my day. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, everything started sliding downhill. What day is Wait, today? What is it? What's happened to me? Didn't I sleep well last night? Was it something I ate? We had this long conversation about the correct day. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it was confirmed by my party on the other end of the line that, it in fact, was Thursday. Right. At which point they started questioning, did they sleep well? Did, was it something they ate? I get all jittery and I get all confused and yeah. just trying to have a day. Just trying to work it out for crying out it's loud. It's a mess. Thanks. Good grief. Anyway, it is Thursday. I it can guarantee Thursday. you that. We've got a great two hours. I'm oh. excited about the two hours. We're going to the phones today? We're going to go to the phones today mm-hmm. to talk about intuition. Okay. Is that a real thing? Is that like... Oh, it's definitely a real thing. Or is it... Oh, it's definitely. Okay, but is it... It's a... Do, should Christians trust, trust that? Or is that like saying that you don't trust God by saying you trust your gut? No. Whoa, whoa. I didn't think it was Am a... I the, too deep no, it's good. I love it. It's a, I didn't think it was a theological issue, but I, I, but I guess it. it is. I trust my gut more often than not. Okay. However, I will say this. The last couple of years have forced me to trust my gut less. And I feel like the older I get, the more I trust <clears throat> my gut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Which so, means that John and I could be at a terrible crossroads, right. Christy. Wait, you didn't say it was National Intuition Day, did no. you? Oh, I thought you might have said that. No. All right. Anyway, that's what we got going on okay. later, later yeah. on. I, also, uh, does this make sense? comes up at 525, as it does on every other day. Good, wait, I just want to say this. That thing we're doing, does this make sense? We've been doing that for a long time. Since, uh, since the middle of COVID. Does that make sense? We could ask that. We gonna we sense, done? Christie's like so. Christie's giving us the old thumbs, like heave ho, get rid of it. Wow! So we're listening to her about everything now. She's trusting her gut is what she's, she's doing. She's just that's okay. right, her intuition. Wait, she just got a little sick. Also, uh, biochemist Cy Gart will be with us in the five o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Glaze in just a little bit um, here in the four o'clock hour, and yep. also later today, National Poetry Month. National, all we in can, one day. We continue our ops. How would we be able to squeeze that in in only two hours of program? We will. You just wait and see. It's, we got some time here, okay? <laughs> but as we always do, we got time for this as well. Yep. The top news stories of the day. Kath, without any further ado, please give us the top four at four. For indeed, Thursday. <clears throat> indeed. Mm-hmm. April 7th, mm-hmm. 2022. Indeed. We know the top news story you heard 
before we came on the air that the Senate voted to confirm Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court as the 116th justice, cementing her place in history as the first black woman to serve on the nation's high court. Final vote, 53 to 47. Indeedy. All right. But number one. Because that's that's really the biggest one, but we already talked about that. The national news. Wait, this is one A. This is kind of, well. That that was kind of like A one, right? It's like steak sauce. It was kind of like that. <laughs> so this is just. Oh, well, they've never done that before. I never did, but it's such a big story. I didn't want people to think I didn't realize it was the number one news story of the day, even though it had already been talked about and during the. In between you know, the uncertainty of what day it is and now the news thing, everything's Chrissy, sliding and sideways. Now Chrissy doesn't like. Does this make sense? Everything's messed up. Number one. The U.N. General Assembly today voted to pass a resolution to suspend Russia from the U.N. Human Rights Council. Well, finally. The U.N. Who cares about the finally. U.N.? Are like you? the U.N. Gosh. Seriously? Okay. So, um, the U.N. Where's there were bowl? only a few countries who voted against the resolution. You can probably guess who they were. Uh, Belarus, China, China Iran, oh. Russia, and Syria are the mm. ones who voted against it. Uh, that's only happened one other time. Really? Yeah, and that was when they removed um, Omar Gaddafi in 2011. Look how, look how that went. <laughs> exactly. Number two. Strawberries, John, continue to remain at the top of Environmental Working Group's Dirty Dozen list. Do you follow the Dirty Dozen list? No. Wait, so now I can't enjoy strawberry? Not, not at all. But the Dirty Dozen list, it lists fruit and vegetables with the highest concentration of pesticide contamination. Oh, jeez. Want to hear the rest of the list? I guess. Strawberries, spinach, kale, collards, and mustard greens, nectarines, apples, grapes, bell and hot peppers, cherries, peaches, pears, celery, and tomato. Mm-hmm. Over 90% of samples taken from strawberries and other fruits on the list, including cherries, which you and I deeply love, tested positive for at least two kinds of pesticides. Dark and leafy greens like kale and collard greens, also high. A single sample, apparently, of kale, collard, and mustard greens has up to 21 different pesticides they found in the report. On average, spinach samples had 1.8 times as much pesticide residue by weight as any other crop tested. Spinach? Spinach. That'll tell you what happened to Popeye. There's also a list of vegetables and fruits that the EWG released that have the least amount of pesticides, the Clean 15. What? They include avocados, sweet corn, papaya, onion... Kiwi, cabbage, mushrooms, mangoes, and more. Hmm. Now, is this pre-washing? Mm-hmm. Pre-washing. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what does washing eradicate? That wasn't they, in they the ABC bring news, that really? news story. Because I like a strawberry, and this is like strawberry. And cherry season's coming up here real soon. I know. Maybe we should look into it. Mm, okay. Number three. After nine years of leading the University of Pittsburgh, Patrick Gallagher announced today he intends to step down as chancellor mm. uh, in the summer of 2023. Mm. Gallagher's 59 and will remain at the university as a full-time faculty member in Pitt's Department of Physics and Astronomy. Oh, oh. Pitt's enrollment hovering around 34,000 students. I wonder they, I knew someone who was the uh, the chancellor, mm-hmm. and she herself did the same thing. Stayed on. For, yes. Yeah, it was like right? a short-term thing. So is that, is that like kind of passed around, like a hot potato? Who gets to be chancellor? Right, like, like, like whoever picks the short straw? Well, maybe so. I mean, I'm sure it's a very prestigious, it is. interesting and job. It has a lot of responsibility. Yeah, and but I then bet you kind of go. comes with a nice paycheck. I need a sabbatical. Yeah. I'm done. Exactly. Pass Doesn't everybody along. need a sabbatical? Who's next? Number four. 
It's opening day for Major League Baseball, and to celebrate, the Buccos have given third baseman Key Brian Hayes their franchise cornerstone with an eight-year, $70 million contract, mm-hmm. largest in club history, which surpasses Jason Kendall in November of right. 2000. And with that same press release, they also said he'll be traded next week. Exactly. They're going to take him to arbitration. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Hayes is 25, a first-round pick in 2015, and missed two months last season with a left-hand injury. He still won the Fielding Bible Award as baseball's top defensive third baseman, though. And that is your top four at four. Very nice. I mean, I, I know they say on opening day, hope springs eternal. Because it's... Unless you're a Pirate fan. There's nothing but optimism. No, there is no. There's no optimism here. This team is going to lose another 100 games. Probably. Without. Probably. So, I mean... Is and there a reason to be excited? They're about to, uh, they're probably on the field right now yeah. at Bush Stadium mm-hmm. to play the cards. Right. I think the starting time is 4.15 or 4.30 or something okay. like that. Ready for the national anthem and all that. Sure. Right. I, I, I love opening day. Right. Opening day for the Pirates here at PNC Park is the Tuesday. 12th, right? Yeah, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Which, of course, you know, was my annual. But this year, You're I just can't, going. I'm not. I just I can't, can't muster it. up enough. Well, maybe I'll call in. Will you? I might get a little, you know, oh, I'm a little jittery. Mm-hmm. Where's my bowl? Exactly. I can't come in today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about the bowl later. Uh, all right. John got in trouble today. No, I didn't get in trouble. Yeah, you did. Okay, a little bit. Okay. Just a little tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Watch out for the signs in the kitchen. That's all I'm saying. Take a break. Pastor Bill Glaze is with us in a few minutes. What's Bill Glaze talking about? Bill Glaze is talking about... <laughs> The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. God, turn it around. New from John Reddick. God, turn it around. Dope God, and so good. God, so good. And Guardian from Pittsburgh's own Carla Bianco. Best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm, Shirleysburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bow, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and luxurious at the store, but then you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at MyPillow found out that about 2006, towels changed forever. They started importing them and they added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good, but they didn't work. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work. They're all made with USA cotton, and they come with a MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA cotton, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954. But right now, MyPillow.com promo code is WORD. For over 40 years, First Baptist Christian School of Butler has quietly offered parents one of the most affordable, high-quality Christian educations around. 
A complete education from pre-K through 12th grade with free busing, smaller classes, an extremely high teacher-student ratio, competitive athletics, and SAT scores well above the national average. Think an affordable Christian education is beyond your reach? Think again. First Baptist Christian School of Butler at butlerfbcs.com. The uh-ohs are out there. Scratches, dents, unexpected natural events. But with Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. So when life throws you uh-ohs, just say, Better get Mako. And go to mako.com to book your appointment today. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. You can ask Bill Glaze yourself what he's talking about. <laughs> I was going to ask you. Yeah, except we ran out of air time. Do you often yourself deal with bitterness? Uh, that's rough, isn't it? Yeah, rough? That's, that's a hard thing to get Hey, how's your day? day? How's your day? Oh, oh. I sure was bitter today. That's the last thing. <laughs> It's the last thing you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Bill Glaze is with us. He's the uh, pastor of Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Hey, Bill, are you bitter? You know, I've uh, searched my heart, and uh, the Lord has uh, let me know that I'm, I'm I have a clear conscience, uh, <laughs> and that you know there's there's no bitterness. So, you know, now if you'd asked me that you know, a couple years ago, yeah. uh, I might have had a different answer. But I can say at this moment, now if you ask me uh, a year from now, you right. know. I might have a different answer, yeah. but right now I could say that uh, all is well between my soul and the Savior, and all is well between me and my fellow uh, brothers and sisters. Fabulous, Bill. That's excellent news. I mean, everyone should lean into that, right? Amen. 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 So how did you get to that space, though, Bill? Oh, it's hard. Right. Well, I, I'll tell you what, you know, I've... Uh, look back and, and, and just, you know, realize that some things happened in my life, you know, promises were made to me that, you know, when it came time to have those promises fulfilled, uh, that, you know, the person act like they didn't know me. And, you know, I, I, I got very bitter at an individual. Uh, you know, I was on a job where, you know, I, I got high ratings for the job. And then the next thing you know, because they, you know, found somebody maybe that would, would be better that they thought, you know, they fired me. So, you know, uh, you know, there's been several situations in my life where, you know, bitterness uh, has just creep, crept in. And, and that's why, you know, the writer of Hebrews says, looking diligently, lest anyone fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness bringing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. So, you know, the writer of Hebrews says, like, uh, bitterness is like a root that's, that springs up in us. And, you know, I, I remember a song, you know, and, and, and again, uh, you know, I believe that you guys might be uh, children of the 70s music. You know? Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I remember a song by Eric Clapton, and he said, uh, I shot the sheriff. Oh, yeah. I did and, not shoot uh, the deputy. Said, yeah, right, right, and, and and there's a line in there that says, uh, "Sheriff John Brown always hated for, hated me for what I do not know. Mm-hmm. Every time I would plant a seed, he would say, kill it before it grows.'" And and you know, again, I, the the analogy I draw from that song and relate to this scripture right here, that God says that if there's a root of bitterness that's springing up in our heart, He says that we need to kill it, you know, before it grows, you know, before it it, it morphs into something. Uh, that causes us to 
you know, have deep-rooted resentment toward another person. You know, I, I read this uh, quote, this uh, a kind of a lengthy quote, but I, I think it's worth uh, bringing up. Uh, there's a book, uh, None of These Diseases by S.I. McMillan, and he talks about uh, bitterness and, and, and hatred. He says, uh, the moment I start hating a man, I become a slave. I can't enjoy my work anymore because he controls my thoughts. My resentment produced too much stress hormones in my body, and I become fatigued only after a few hours of work. The work I formerly enjoyed is now a drudgery. Even vacations cease to give me pleasure. It may be a luxurious car that I drive along a lake fringed with autumn beauty of maple, oak, and birch. As far as my experience of pleasure is concerned, I might as well be driving a wagon and stuck in the mud and rain. The man I hate hounds me wherever I go. I cannot escape his tyrannical grasp on my mind. When the waiter serves me porterhouse steaks with French fries, asparagus, crisp salad, and strawberry shortcake smothered with ice cream, it might as well be stale bread and water. My teeth chew the food, swallow it, but the man I hate will not permit me to enjoy it. The man I hate may be miles from my bedroom, but... More cruel than any slave driver, he whips my thoughts into such a frenzy, my inner spring mattress becomes a rack of torture. The lowliest of serfs can sleep, but not I. I must really acknowledge the fact that I am a slave to every man and woman on whom I pour the vows of my wrath. And, you know, uh, I, I read that and, you know, just think when you know, you have resentment and bitterness, you know, toward another person that, you, you know, this other person might not even be thinking about you. Right. But you just get uh, whipped up into such a frenzy and, you know, uh, maybe even seeing them, you know, just causes, you know, feelings to, you know, uh, well up in you uh, because of, uh, of the bitterness that's in your heart. And, uh, you know, I heard a quote and it says that bitterness does more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than the vessel on which it is poured. And, you know, we need to, you know, as God said in his word, you know, we need to deal with that bitterness. You know, and I, and I found that, and, you know, I, I know this is not true of you guys because you guys have great narratives, you know, and, and I know that uh, you, you don't have these issues. But, you know, in the Bible, <laughs> Thank you, uh, you know, the, the, in the Bible, Paul says, uh, husbands, be not bitter against your wives. Mm. And, you know, when you think of the fact that he has to, to say something you know, like that, you know, even in our marriages, if, if we don't, you know, if we're not on the lookout, you know, bitterness can, can creep in, you know, may, maybe it may be, uh, we might not have the same philosophy in child rearing that our spouse has, you know, maybe our spouse uh, spent uh, some money on an item that, uh, you know, that we thought that it was uh, too much, you know, maybe, you know, our, our, our spouse uh, is, you know, withholding, emotions or, you know, other things, you know, and, and, and so it, that, that, that root of bitterness can just creep in there so fast that if you're not watching, uh, it can even, it can even come, you know, not only with other people, but, you know, Paul says it can even come up, you know, between a husband and wife. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you really have to, you really have to watch that. Bill, that's all excellent. And I truly believe in how you have broken that down. You know, in my own heart, in the heart here, you know, in in the city, around the world, this is probably the age of bitterness, Mm -hmm. don't you think? And we like it. Yeah, we feed on it. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. Because as you look at, you know, even this whole, you know, COVID thing, you know, uh, uh, you know, some people lost their jobs because they, you know, they didn't get vaccinated. Uh, some people, you know, have a problem with uh, wearing a mask. Some people, uh, you know, don't have a problem with it. And, and so, you know, you can just see, you know, how that, you know, just situations that happen, you know, cause cause bitterness. You know, I, I think of, and you know, even as you think of the situation, you know, in, in Ukraine, and you just think about this, that, you know, one day, you know, you were sitting in your, you know, your nice house, you know, your, your food was in your cupboards, you, you know, you had heat, air conditioned, you were able to go out and shop or walk or whatever yeah. and now all of a sudden you don't even have a house to go to you know you 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 know being evacuated to another country where you don't know uh you know what's going to happen and you know it'd be very easy to uh get bitter you know even you know as you look at god you know some people you know have to deal with the bitterness against god you know i i've heard of you know and you guys heard of uh fanny crosby and when she was six weeks old, she had a minor eye inflammation. Mm. And the doctor that treated her uh, was careless, and she became blind, you know, as we know, for the rest of her life. And it would, it would have been very easy for her to get bitter. But, you know, she said that if she ever met the doctor, mm. she would thank him for because her blindness was a gift from God to help her write hymns. And, and so, you know, here's a, a person that had every reason to be bitter at life, at God, at the doctor, and she, you know, refused to, you know, allow bitterness to, to control her life. And so, you know, I mean, it's, like you said, like you guys said, there's just so many reasons to be bitter. And it, it just, it's a matter of how we handle it, you know, because, you know, if, if we don't handle it correctly, you know, I mean, it basically can just ruin our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bill Glaze is with us, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Um, Bill, when we're talking about, you know, bitterness in a marriage uh, between parent and child, uh, perhaps neighbors, uh, it's incredibly damaging. Um, what about right. bitterness inside a church body, though? Uh, we were just I was at um, my church today and we were just talking about how you mentioned all the covid you know arguments between masks or no masks or, you know, coming back in person, not coming back, you know, every fight that happened and just how easy it is for divisions to spring up in the church. Um, So, yeah, from a pastor's perspective, I don't know, talk a little bit about about how you see that happen. Well, yeah, you know, and and I, you know, I I think the key is, is, is the pastor and, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, I mean, if the pastor uh, promotes, you know, a spirit of, of division by, you know, again, by saying, okay, you know, you know, and some churches have said, well, we got a section for vaccinated people or, you know, uh, we, we're going to allow uh, vaccinated, unvaccinated people to not uh, be able to serve in ministry. And and I think that when uh, the pastor does not stand up and say, hey, this is, you know, we're the body of Christ and that if, if love and, and healing and, and forgiveness should be modeled anywhere. It should be modeled in the church so that, you know, all these divisions that are dividing the world today and causing people to be angry and bitter, that, you know, we should be able, because we have the Holy Spirit and because we have the Word of God, you know, we should be able to work through these issues and not allow them to to be divisive among us. Uh, And so, you know, to me, I think the pastor, you know, kind of sets the tone for that. And if uh, uh, he he lets it go unaddressed, you know, I believe that it's a it's a uh, 
uh, a cancer that grows in the congregation. Amen to that. Bill, we've got just a couple of minutes left, but I, I do need you to ask you this, though. I mean, you know, you're self-prescribing, right? You're self-diagnosing. As you're speaking, I'm going, yeah, I, I could do that. Yeah, I have done that. Yeah, I can be bitter. So... Uh, What's the prescription then? I mean, how do I you di- how do you dig that root out of yourself so you stay far away from bitterness? Right. Well, you know, I I, I say you know there's there's a couple things that that we can do. Uh, the first first of all, and, and and so this was a part of the message that I had. Uh, let God reveal it, let grace conceal it, and let good heal it. Mm-hmm. Let God reveal it. You know, the Bible says that our heart is deceitful and and desperately wicked. You know, who can know it? So a deceitful heart cannot diagnose a deceitful heart. Mm-hmm. So we have to come to God and ask God, you know, is, God, is there any bitterness in me? If there is, show me. And then we need to let grace conceal it. And, and that is, you know, God has been gracious to us. He has forgiven us. And so we need to be gracious to others that we might want to pour our bitterness out against. And then let good heal it. And, and the Bible lets us know that instead of taking revenge on a person, maybe because of what they've done, that we should show them good and, and we should you know, uh, uh, bring healing and, and hope to the situation. Amen. That's Bill Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Um, Bill, before you leave us, uh, we're going to talk about intuition next. Uh, we're going to go to the phones and ask people if they follow their intuition and how they assess that. How do you do that? Do you, is, is, is following your gut an important part of how you kind of operate? Or are you more of a like intellectual person? I, you know, I think it's, it's more of a, for me, more of a gut. And, 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 and let me you know, preface that by saying that, you know, I, I believe that it, it comes, it's birthed out of a relationship, you know, with God, you know, spending time uh, with God and his word in prayer. And then, you know, as you experience situations, you know, I believe that, the, you know, the, if we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, which is, you know, to me would be the gut, you know, uh, that, you know, we, we are guided and, and led from that point. Interesting. So then you could draw a parallel, Bill, between the Holy Spirit and the gut. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, uh, I'm not trying to be irreligious no, no. or disrespectful to the Holy Spirit. Of course but, not. You know, I mean, just that, that's what, I, I could make that analogy. No, I, I get that 100 percent. I just, you know, yeah. I, I, but wait, uh, speaking of bitterness, today's opening day for the Pirates. Are, are you are you a fan? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, years ago, I was a fan. I, yeah. I've just lost interest, and in, you know, for reasons I don't want to make public to the whole city of Pittsburgh. I get it. I, get I just, it. I, I think that uh, you know, uh, I, I, I wish them well. I, I, I really do. Me I too. Yeah. Well. yeah. I, how about yeah. how about golf? You following the Masters, Bill? Uh, no, no, I can't say that I have. No, neither do I. I don't follow no. it. But, but, but let me ask this question real quick. Is, yeah. is, 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 is Tiger, did he come back? Tiger's about, yeah, yeah Tiger's, he's playing. Tiger's tied for ninth at uh, at minus one. He's walking the course. And he is at, uh, oh, and he just finished just a couple minutes ago. But when I say he's tied for eighth, I mean he's tied with like 13 people. Well, it's the first day. At, okay. at minus one. But just the fact yeah. that he's back and walking the course, right. I mean, who would have thought yeah. that was going to happen this time last yeah, year, right? Right, right. And I think that's going to do a lot for for the game. Yeah. You know, just because he's a legend. And he, the is. he sure the is legend, a legend. Come back. Good for everybody. Well, Bill, yeah. thanks. I mean, you know, talking about bitterness, it really wasn't my, you know, top of uh, top of subject that I was looking forward to. But it's pretty good to hear, wasn't it? Was it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> so when I get bitter, I'll be thinking about you. All right. 
<laughs> just pray for pray. As long as you're not, you don't have anything against. No, me. I got no oh, bitterness. No. What could we have against right. you, Bill? <laughs> no bitterness for you, Bill. Love you. All right. Good to hear you. Okay. Talk soon, Bill. Okay. That's Bill Glaze. Check out Bethany Baptist Church, one of my favorite congregations in the city of Pittsburgh. Bill Glaze. So excellent. I love it there so much. All right, coming up next, we're going to open up the phones. What are you all bitter about? No, about intuition. (laughs) Do you follow your gut? Follow your gut. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Keating and Air, our team has got you covered. Service, installs, and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Why doing it right? Roofing, siding, remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing it right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You will receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to manufacturers, national Roofing Contractors Association and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing it right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. This is Greg Trzynski. More than 30 years ago, the original Mattress Factory was built on the idea of providing our customers with a high-quality product at a factory-direct price. Today, when we ask our customers how they heard of us, the number one response is that they were referred by a friend or family member. Many shopped here with their parents when they were children and have returned with their own families. We thank you for your continued support and look forward to serving your family for generations to come. OriginalMattress.com. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Got issues with youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit, offers more than 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit PCADevZone.org. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we'd love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. She could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Word Pittsburgh skill. And after she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Word Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. Word 101.5. Mostly cloudy skies for tonight. A shower in places. We'll see a low of 36. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. A passing shower or two. There could be small hail and a rumble of thunder. We'll see a high of 49. A couple of showers of rain or snow tomorrow night with a low of 35. For Saturday, mostly cloudy skies and chilly with a couple of showers, maybe mixed with snow early in the day. We'll see a high Saturday of 45. With your MacuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. 
When asked about the source of his genius, Albert Einstein had no doubts. Quote, I believe in intuitions and inspirations. I sometimes feel that I'm right. I do not know that I am. Mm. Albert Einstein said that to the Saturday Evening Post in 1929. So, of course, I think probably as long as people have been alive, people have had that feeling. It's a feeling, right? Right. It's a gut feeling. It's my intuition says I should do this instead of that. So I wonder, do you trust your intuition? Much more so than when I was younger. Really? Yeah. Do you consider your intuition, like Bill Glaze just said, is it spiritual? Uh-huh, for sure. It is. Yeah. It's of the Holy Spirit. Well, I mean, I... Is it trusting I hope God? it is. Trusting yes. God or trusting yourself? Cause no, I think it's trust... I don't know. I mean, look, see, how pollute, I, look how polluted we are. Right, of course. I don't, I, think, I, no I, I don't think I can here. even say that. I mean, I'd like to say it's trust in God. My first reaction was to say it's trust in God. But when people say God told me, is that intuition? No. Well, I don't think I would never say that. Well, people say that. Yeah, I know. But I, I don't think that's I mean, the right I, you way know, I'll go back intuition. to that. You know, Bebo Norman. Yeah, yeah. If I had a nickel for every woman who said that God told them that they were supposed to marry me, I'd be a rich man. But they would say that was... I don't know. Would that be intuition? I don't know. But intuition. intuition is like a feeling. But God told me to me, there were very few moments in my life that I've heard God say something. Me too. But feelings aren't facts. No, feelings aren't facts. And it's not like my intuition has never failed me. Oh. And I, I think that some that time makes a difference. So if you have a feeling about something... And you can say, let's see how it shakes out. I think that is probably the, a mature approach to intuition. Right. But like, you know. As opposed to, I feel this way, therefore it is. Or, you know, like you're, you're watching like, you know, like just a movie reference. I'm watching Star Wars and Han Solo, you know, is piloting the, this, the ship and his gut tells him, this is the right thing to do, right? And so as in the movie audience, you're watching and going, that might be a bad move. Right. I'm not, we're not sure how much we trust you. Right. Okay, so you're saying more so now. Than when I was younger. I say the opposite. Really? Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Well, I think I used to always follow my gut more often than not. I think the older I become, especially these last several years, I'm less inclined to fall because everything is seems so topsy turvy to me. Right. So I'm really not quite sure if I'm trusting my my inner voice. Mm-hmm. My inner voice. Okay. Well, let me let me posit an idea. Okay. And by the way, we're going to open up the phone lines at eight hundred three two zero eight two five five while we talk about this eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Do you trust your intuition? Do you trust? And it? do you think it's spiritual? Like, is it trusting God or is it trusting yourself? 800-320-8255. Okay, but let me posit something. Knowing you mm-hmm. and knowing me, that when you were younger, you were impulsive. And when I was younger, I was so buttoned down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Oh. And so 
I think probably you and I have flipped. Have flipped. Or are just maybe both, hopefully, hopefully, a little both more maturing stable. a little bit mm-hmm. and are a little more stable than we were yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was deeply impulsive. And I was, ne- I've, I was never impulsive. I mean, I told you the story. This is purely intuitive. I was traveling by myself in Europe as a kid. And I would never have traveled in Europe as a kid. Well, that gives you that before you even tell me anything about the trip, I would never have done that. Okay, so there I am by myself, and I was maybe on the road for two weeks, and I saw like I was like somewhere in the English, somewhere in England, and there was an Elton John concert, and I was like, I've never seen Elton John, and it was pretty cheap, and I was like, I'll go see Elton John, and so I went, and it was like standing in the back of you know. The audience standing way back. And Elton John sings, Daniel is headed tonight on a train. I can see the red tail lights headed for Spain. Mm-hmm. And I was with these people that I'd met at the concert. And I was like, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm going to Spain. Nice to meet you. And I walked away. And I literally went to the train station and got on a train to go to Spain. I mean, when's that opportunity ever going to exactly, present itself? Right. right. But that gut thing change the trip like somebody flipped the switch right boom it like ignited it see and i really admire that because i would never in a jillion years have done that i would have had to do a week's research before i decided to go to spain but you're traveling so i think especially but when you're I traveling wasn't traveling when i was <clears throat> the same age that you were when you were traveling if you were traveling now though would you use your gut yes yes i would right. and you would you would you plan a little more probably not okay <laughs> No, All no, right. probably not. I mean, okay. you know, but other things, a little more cautious. Yeah. Anyway, 800-320-8255. Do you trust your intuition? Is your intuition spiritual? Is it trusting God or trusting yourself? Your gut, your mm-hmm. intuition. We'd love to hear your insight in yeah. this. I trust my, I was just thinking as you were talking, I trust my intuition so deeply when I travel. Really? All right, okay. But would never have done that when I was 20 years old. 800-320-8255. We'd love to hear your story. Tell us your gut feeling. That's next. 101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. Our present bodies are buried in corruption, but our resurrection bodies are incorruptible. They are not capable of deterioration or decay. When you get your new body, it's body for life. It's body for eternity. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, Signs, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. I'm about to compare a pepper shaker to a cash-out refinance. Hang with me. You know when you're at a restaurant and they ask, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And then they crank that giant tube, but almost nothing comes out? For me, only a certain amount of time is socially acceptable to wait. I know that getting that pepper out might make my life better, but it just seems too impossible. And that's what we hear people say about the cash-out refinance. People realize that the value of their home has gone up like hot pepper the last few years, leaving all this extra money sitting inside their home. But is it too hard to get out? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and we are a family mortgage team committed to Word FM. If you're interested in cashing out the extra pepper in your home, We're good at doing all the work while you just sit back and relax. And often, your mortgage payment and years in the loan will stay the same. If you'd like to hear about your options, go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. We are United Faith Mortgage. 
United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Tech students, there's no such thing as a stupid question. That's such a lie, isn't it? It's time to get out and laugh again. Word FM presents a night out with comedian Chad Thornsbury. When you teach, not only are there stupid questions, those are generally the only kind you get. 7 p.m. May 20th at Impact Christian Church, Moon Township. I had a kid tell me he was going to drop out of school. I said, what are you planning to do without a high school education? He said, don't worry about it. I'm going to get my EGD. General admission, just $30 each. Tickets on sale now. Maybe. At wordfm.com slash night out. You trust your intuition? Is it a spiritual thing? Mm-hmm. What about your gut, right? Um, is it trusting God or trusting yourself? 800-320-8255. Let's go to the phones. Your comments or insights uh, are really appreciated. Uh, this is Greg. Hey, Greg, thanks for coming in and joining the phone calls. What's going, what's going on? Hey, Kathy. Hey, John. It's truck driver Greg. Hey. I was just thinking about you the other day. Greg, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How about you guys? Good to hear your you voice. Complain. We're good, yeah. 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 I, I said I got to get on on this one. Uh, I don't trust my gut. Mm. Tell because me. now, here's what, here's what I do. I'm learning. I'm teaching myself how to hear a word from the Lord. On big decisions, major things, I don't trust my gut. Now, on minor things, my new things, mm-hmm. You know, like like which way to turn and things of that nature. Yeah. I'm learning how to, you know, make better decisions. But I remember my grandmother, my grandmother, people used to ask my grandmother, well, you're going to do so-and-so, um, uh, Sister Court? No, well, I'll get back to you. I'm going to ask God. Mm-hmm. And I remember her saying these things all the time. And she would make much better decisions when she would convey with God. I have a best friend that does the same thing. He always makes better decisions when he conveys with God. So I'm teaching myself how to do that because I have made some terrible mistakes making my own decisions, yeah. trusting my gut. I thought God was in it, but it turned out to be disastrous. And I made God a promise. I said, I'm not moving until I hear from you. Fabulous. That's good. That's good wisdom. Yeah. Always great to hear your voice, yeah, Greg. Yeah, Greg, Thanks welcome back. Glad to Very hear nice. you. 800-320-8255. Do you trust your gut? Uh, the intuition, is it spiritual or, mm-hmm. or is it just your gut? Let's go back to the phones and speak with, uh, this is Jim, right? This is Jim. Yeah, how you doing? Good, Jim. How you doing? What's going on? Good. No, I, I'd go 100%, uh, 100% uh, now that I'm older rather than when I was younger. And it's uh, I was reborn uh, in 78 
and uh, and ever since then, I just basically uh, everything kind of, you know, kind of what would Jesus do type thing, and and you know, so it's not like from the gut; it's pretty much what I felt, you know, through Christ. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to pass that along. That's like good. It. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate okay. it. So yeah. I wonder, you know, so you hear Greg and Greg talking about his Graham saying, you know, she sort of put the brakes on things. She gave it a lot of more prayerful consideration. Is there something to be said about that, right? For sure. Right? For sure. Impulse versus time. Yeah, I don't think you need to be exclusive about it and say, well, if I trust my gut, I don't pray, because that would be really stupid. That would be really, really stupid. But what what about if you trust your gut and pray? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it's kind of what I'm talking about. Although, right? is your gut overriding your prayer? Well, that's or the thing. Because right? yeah. we're also, you know, polluted in our, you know, motives and you know inclinations. It's hard to tell. It is hard. Cindy, thanks for being with Kath and myself today. What are your thoughts about this? Well, a long time ago, I used to be very impulsive and just go with it. And then, you know, I made all kinds of mistakes. Sometimes it would work out. But the older I get, unfortunately. Um, the smarter I feel like I'm getting, and I, and while I am buttoned down like Kathy said she was, and maybe you guys have flipped, sometimes I will get a bright idea, and I'm like, okay, God, if this is from you, then you're going to make it work. Mm-hmm. And if it works, it goes, it kind of goes with it. But if I start working on it, and all of a sudden there are roadblocks being thrown up, then I'm like, nope, that wasn't from God. That was from Cindy, and that wasn't necessarily a good idea. And I'll talk to God and say, okay, what do you want me to do about this? And then something else comes around it. Um, or comes up, and then I might still head to the same place, but in a different in a different way. But I, I am learning to trust my gut and intuition a little more because I really think I'm starting to tap more into what God wants me to do. Good. If, if yeah. That makes so that's sense. so that's a so. process of maturity in your life. Oh, please. It's take, I'll be 65 in October, and good Lord, you'd think I was still 25 or something. Um, and the decisions I make. I know the but, feeling. Um, you know, and it, it's been hard. You know, I've been a widow now for since I was 50, and, mm-hmm. and my parents are gone. And, and so I have to kind of rely on me, and I'm not very good at things, but me and God are pretty good as a team. So I'm moving and grooving and getting there, so we'll see how it goes. Fabulous. That's awesome, Cindy. Good to hear from you. It's a real good word. 800-320-8255. Do you trust your gut, your intuition? Is it spiritual? Let's go back to the phones and talk to Linda. Hey, Linda, you're live with Kath and myself. Tell us what's going on. Hi. Hey. I believe it's both. I be- As I was a, a young person, I would get premonitions. I know that sounds hokey, whatever. Oh, what what, what, what does that mean? I mean, I know what well, the word means, but what was it like for you? It was scary. I hated them. Um, I have oodles of prime examples, but one, we were doing a family vacation in New York City with some family, and my husband was taking pictures of the Twin Towers. Hmm. And I said, why are you taking pictures of these buildings? They're just buildings. We're on the ferry. We're here to see the um, Statue of Liberty. And I was looking at them and looking at them and just got a like, eh, whatever. That was in May. Um, and then June, I got this really bad, horrible feeling like something big was going to happen. Couldn't pinpoint it. Didn't know what, when, where it was going to be big. Three months later, 9-11 happened. Yes. Okay. Um, my, 20, my 25th 
wedding anniversary. We were supposed to go out of the country. And I told my best friend at work, I said, I don't want to go. Something bad is going to happen. I don't know. Um, a couple days later, uh, we're in the ICU. My husband had a massive heart attack and open heart surgery. What? So um, we were blessed. He's still with us. But I have learned when I get these feelings, I pray. And I pray mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. When I have people on my mind, I think of them, there's a reason. And I start praying. So I think it's a little bit of both. And as yeah. we get older, like Cindy said, as we get older, we start to realize, I mean, I'm only 52. And this has been going on for like 30 years for me. <laughs> and my husband goes, I hate when you get those feelings. Yeah, I bet. Um, it, it's, it's, it's sickening. It really is. Interesting. Um, but I, I pray. I, that's good. Wow. Thanks, Linda. Yeah, that's very, very good. A little bit of both. A little right? bit of both. Maybe that's the truth of it all. Yeah. 800-320-8255. Do you trust your intuition? Is it spiritual? Let's go back to the phones quickly and talk to uh, Mary. Hey, Mary, you're with us. Tell us. Hi. 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 Okay, so I, you know, you can define intuition different ways. I do not get premonitions like the former caller, mm-hmm. the, the, the past caller, um, I don't have God speaking to me, but I do have deep faith, and I do believe that God gets our attention, and through many years, many, many years of experience and wisdom, you do, I forget the book, but there was a book, was it Blink, or there was there was a book like that, mm-hmm. that described the process that goes on in your brain, you make a very quick decision because it's based on many, many years of experience. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when you walk into a job, you know, you have a job interview come in and you make your decision very quickly. Your brain works very, very fast to process it. And so I think that often, and I consider that intuition you know, you, you, you learn to read body language. You don't even know you're doing it. You right, see, right, right. you know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's like it's like a process. And so, yes, I do basically trust my instincts, maybe, is a better word. Yeah. Um, and I don't jump into something that is, of course, anti-Christ. If I know it's anti-Christ, I know it's unbiblical, of course. So I think you know you need to know the word of God. You need to yep. know. I think you're right about that. Um, what the standards are. Yep. You know, and so after that, when something, you know, um, I was just having this conversation with with a friend at work, and there's this gentleman um, on a board. <laughs> I won't tell you where I work, and um, neither of us are very comfortable around this gentleman and you can't put your finger on it. Yep. You that, but that's something. About yeah. That, I'm sorry. We have to go to break, Mary. Thank you very much for your phone call. That's good. Um, yeah. So let's talk about that a little more when we come back, because when you have a feeling about something or about somebody, it's not, you know, it shouldn't prejudice you against them, but maybe it should make you wary. Right. There's a reason why I feel that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the book she reference, Malcolm Gladwell, a blink. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, I haven't read that. Right. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Okay, stick around. It's the ride home. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk here on 101.5. Word. Hi, it's me, Marsha, at the Springhouse. Did you know Easter's springing up on us? And quickly, too. Do you know what that means at the Springhouse? Well, first of all, it means you can enjoy the freshest, tastiest fried or baked cod every Friday night on the farm. 
It also means it's time to call and order your Springhouse Easter goodies. Our hickory smoked hams are extra special. We use only real hickory wood from the farm to slowly smoke these old-fashioned treats to perfection. Order a whole or half, and we'll send along cooking instructions, too. Mmm, how about Springhouse scalloped potatoes and homemade applesauce to go with that ham? Finish off your meal with a from-scratch Springhouse coconut cream pie or custard pie or a chocolate log cake. Oh, and you can even decorate your table with our adorable bunny breads and eat them, too. Easter also means our annual Springhouse Easter egg hunt and Palm Sunday feast. Check us out at springhousemarket.com for all the details. Celebrate this most joyous holiday at the Springhouse in 84, Pennsylvania. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at SurroundPittsburgh.com. So in life, throws you uh-ohs. Just say, better get Mako. Go to Mako.com for an online estimate today. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. All right, we're finishing up our phone calls talking about our gut, our intuition. Is it just your gut or is it spiritual? Is God in the mix of all yeah, this? Yeah. Craig, you got a few seconds here. Chime in, okay? Yes, sir. Blessings to you guys. Thank you. You as well. Um, in the beginning, I used to, when I first went in business, I always thought a gut feeling was just an instinct. You know, you could tell whether you were going to get paid if the person was bad. Right. Um, as things progressed and you go through a lot of adversity in your life, it brings you closer to the truth. And then once I laid it all down and I, and I accepted that, um, I use my gut feeling as a spirit from the ghost. I mean, it could be as much as do I turn right or left? Do I move the machine this way, that way? Mm-hmm. And I just trust in him. And I, I think it's the, it's the third party. I, I believe it's the Holy Spirit talking to you. Yeah, that's terrific. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, I feel like knowing 
trusting the Holy Spirit is one th- is is certainly essential. Yep. You have to pair that with knowing Scripture, though, right? Or how do how do you know what voice you're listening to? How do you know? So one of our listeners uh, texted says, "I feel intuition is God's guidance, but the, at the end of the day, free will takes over. And while we're in the flesh, we are in sin. So the best thing to do is to pray on it and look for God's mm-hmm. guidance. Yeah. Right? It's like what our first yeah, call yeah. talked about. Fabulous. Yeah. All right. Very interesting." We need to step away for the top of the hour news. When we do, uh, we got much more ahead for the five o'clock hour. We're going to talk about um, why rejoice. Easter's next week. Rejoice. That's on our calendar next. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The U.S. Supreme Court is going to have its first ever African-American female after a confirmation vote today in the U.S. Senate. On this vote, the yeas are 53, the nays are 47, and this nomination is confirmed. The Senate voted to confirm Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the court, Democrat Senator Dick Durbin. We want to make our justice system look much more like America. And today we took a giant stride forward in giving... This judge, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, her chance, her lifetime chance to serve on the United States Supreme Court. Jackson got some support from Republicans, not from Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who fears she'll seek to legislate from the bench. The Senate should only confirm justices who will follow the text of our laws. Now that she is confirmed, Jackson will be sworn in this summer to replace a retiring Justice Stephen Breyer. This is SRN News. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. I called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, People started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-885-9797. That's 800-885-9797. 800-885-9797. Why doing it right? Roofing, siding, remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing It Right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You'll receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to Manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. 
QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. I knew teaching was my chosen profession. I called in the office on the second day or had a parent mad at me. Word FM presents a night out with comedian Chad Thornsbury. I walk in there and his dad jumps up. He said, I heard you called my daughter stupid. Like, I would never call your daughter stupid. 7 p.m. May 20th at Impact Christian Church, Moon Township. I asked her if she was stupid. General admission, just $30 each. Tickets on sale now. I know there seems like there should be a second part to that joke, but that's where that one ends. That's where we go on. At wordfm.com slash night out. Mostly cloudy skies for tonight. A shower in places. We'll see a low of 36. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. A passing shower or two. There could be small hail and a rumble of thunder. We'll see a high of 49. A couple of showers of rain or snow tomorrow night with a low of 35. For Saturday, mostly cloudy skies and chilly with a couple of showers. Maybe mixed with snow early in the day. We'll see a high Saturday of 45. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. When you hear news things like this, you hear the story. It just drives you crazy. I mean, there's a lot to be said about the goodness of the American legal system. However, there's also a lot of things that are just crazy. So, attorneys for the Tree of Life shooter say that they don't see themselves being ready for a trial before late 2023. This is from the Trib. The Trib reports that the U.S. District Judge Robert Colville held a video conference and asked both parties to make an effort to have a realistic timeline for resolving the case. I mean, how can this even be? How many years has this been? He's never denied that he did it. No. Right? Am I wrong about that? No, he hasn't. Quote, the defense has to reach back years, if not generations. Our field work often involves conversations with reluctant witnesses, will not even be nearly completed in our mitigation investigation at that point, says the attorneys. This is why, okay, so this is why the Tree of Life families did not want to have a trial. Because, but it's a capital murder trial. And the government mandated it. And so, what a waste of time. I know. Seriously, you're so just going to drag this yeah. out and mess with people's lives and make people suffer through all the horrible details again because yeah, you're not I ready. Know. How well, precious. Yeah. So from, just from the you... U.S. government perspective, though, um, they, for public safety, for the future of America, and for the future of relations between people, they need this to be a capital murder trial. I get that. Do you know I, what I mean? I understand. They, but Cross your T's, dot your I's, all the way through. I understand everybody getting an appropriate defense and a fair defense. I, I, I know that that's one of the cornerstones of our legal system. But this guy has never even denied no. doing it. Whatever happened to a fair and speedy I know, trial? I know. This, we drag our feet the, and give all these people... I agree. Look... 
It's just outrageous. Everybody, if you were one of the family members, wouldn't you just, I'd just. You'd have to be under a news blackout all the time. i try to put the, the trial itself totally out of my head because right. I don't know how you could live with the uncertainty of the whole thing. Because people oh. people say, well, I'm going to get closure. You, no one's going to ever well, have closure you're never gonna have, this. You no. can never put no. your loss out of your no, head. No, no. So the only thing you could possibly try to do is put the trial out of your head. Fresh I, as I the day it happened. I don't even know. Like I said, a lot of good things about the American legal system, but other things you kind of go, really? Let's just get on with it. So how long has it been since your parents died? My mom died uh, 18 years ago. My dad died in 1985. Okay. Long, long time ago. Does a day go by where you don't think about I think them? about them. <laughs> I say their names out loud every day mm-hmm. just because it's just part of my life. You know? Right. So ima- You as well, and, right? Right. My mom and dad just died two years ago. But, um, um, and and none of the none of your neither of your parents neither of my parents no. died in a violent tragic a violent way. No. Imagine no. what that type of grief is like. I can't horrible. imagine what that type of grief is like. No, horrible. I mean, just like you know, Newtown. Yeah, that whole crazy yeah. story. Seriously, I mean, a conspiracy, all that thing. So just people just messing with the system to make it difficult mm-hmm. to drag things out so what he gets out of a cell you know x number of days to meet with his attorneys it gives him a little taste of freedom right. is that what this is all about i, I mean I, I don't know it just seems it's about crazy. him avoiding the death penalty i think is what it's about well he don't want to put him to death but he should have his day in court and he should do it very very soon next year late next year, late maybe, next year. maybe 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 Give or take. They can get all their ducks in a row. Heaven help us. All right. We're going to take a break. But when we come back, why rejoice? We're in a period of war, crisis, grief, as we were just talking about. Is there a point to Easter? We're going to talk about it with Sigart next, biochemist from Pitt and NYU. Stay with us on the ride home. WORD. Coming up on Adventures in Odyssey. Why are you being such a baby? You're supposed to be my best friend. You promised. A young girl named Leslie must adjust to a change in friends. Grow up, Leslie. I'm doing things with Krista now. Can I have other friends? You don't want to be my best friend. Don't bother being my friend at all. Attend the session of Adventures in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM. WORD. Gentlemen, boys and girls, we've got a big old announcement. The biggest of it. Extra, extra, read all about it, big. Grab a seat. Pull up a chair. Cue the music. Welcome in the dancers. That might be pushing it. Eh, I didn't write this stuff. Okay, here's the big announcement. Any Word FM listener who uses United Faith Mortgage when purchasing a new home, we will pay $1,000 of your closing costs. Booyah! No gimmicks, no extra costs, just a healthy amount of niceness. Here's Uncle Ryan to wrap it up. The announcement is true. In reality, we believe that home purchases are going to pick back up this year, and we want to excite you to use us. We're a family mortgage team committed to this station, and we want to go the extra mile. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. I'm listener 1330, Department of Banking, Mortgage Lender License, number 22672. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well... 
You know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. At the Original Mattress Factory, we make mattress shopping easy. We offer our lowest and best price to everyone, every day, so you can shop when you're ready. We show you exactly what's inside of our mattresses so you can see and feel the quality for yourself to ensure you're getting the best value. And we offer a no-pressure shopping experience. Our team is here to help you find the best mattress for you. It's that easy. Visit an OMF location today to see the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. This is Greg Trzinski from the Original Mattress Factory. Sometimes customers are a little surprised when they first walk through our doors. They don't always expect our prices to be so fair for such a high-quality product. My father found that producing our mattresses in our own local factories would eliminate the middleman, providing a higher-quality product at a lower price than mainstream brands. It's the secret to our success that we are happy to share with anyone that comes through our doors. Visit an OMF location today to see the Original Mattress Factory secret for yourself. Cy Gart's with us. Cy's been a regular on our show for the last couple of years. He's a biochemist who has taught at NYU, University of Pittsburgh, Rutgers. His new work is called The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. And Cy, we are happy that you're here because you're helping to set the stage for Easter. Welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be here. Sai, these are really tough times. Um, we've got yeah. an, uh, we, the war that's going on in Ukraine um, is different than other wars I have experienced only because of the amount of video we're getting, the amount of communication we're getting from the president of the country who's been attacked. The whole feeling of it is different, but it is a huge emotional toll on any of us who read the news on a daily basis or, you know, whether it's cable news or you're looking at stuff on your computer or your phone or whatever it is. Plus, you know, all the things that happen in personal life. We've got grief and disease and difficulty with employment. People are still struggling with COVID and the emotional changes that they went through um, during that time. Some people have long haul. Anyway, all of these things put together. I guess my question is, is rejoicing even an option? Yeah, thanks for that introduction, Kathy. It's perfect. You saved me a couple of minutes because I'm going to go through all the bad news that we're dealing with. There it is, You did it, so that's great. And so the question is, you know, Easter is a time of rejoicing, and the question is, why rejoice? Mm -hmm. And I'd like to talk about that a little bit uh, because it's something I've thought about ever since I did convert to Christianity and started reading the Gospels. And one thing I noticed was very interesting in the Gospels, in all the discussions of the Passion, the, the crucifixion and the resurrection, there's one day that's almost never mentioned, and that day is Saturday, the day between Good Friday and Easter Sunday. And I, at, several years ago, I began thinking, what was it like on that day? What was it like for Peter? and the other apostles, but especially Peter. That was a day where, you know, two days earlier, he had, as Jesus prophesied, he had rejected and 
cowardly refused to admit that he was a follower of Jesus when pressed three times. He was told that he would betray his Lord three times, and he did. And, and then he learned, he wasn't present at the crucifixion, but he learned that Jesus had been killed. And imagine what that next day was like for him. All his hope for the last several years gone. Mm. The Lord, he thought, the man he thought was the Messiah was, or the Son of God, was killed. And the Messiah was not supposed to die, according to, to Jewish uh, tradition. And yet he was dead, and in a humiliating way. And so, and, and he himself must have felt enormous guilt, enormous shame. It may have, it was probably the worst day of his life. And, and you could say that that was the, one of the worst days in human history. Mm-hmm. Because the great promise of Christ, the teacher, the prophet, the, the amazing miracle worker, the, the man of compassion, the, the, the man who many thought was coming in the name of the Lord, was the Messiah, was the hope of the future, had died. And there didn't seem to be any hope at all. Does this sound familiar to us? It sure does. Have we been in that situation? Have we been in a place where hope seems dead? Yeah. But you know, Sai, God's a God yeah. of surprises, isn't he? Well, and, and you know, uh, what happened on Easter Sunday? Well, the, the, it started as another day of mourning, and Mary and John and the other Mary went to the tomb. They knelt down and prayed. And the stone rolled back, and the tomb was empty. And then we don't know what exactly what happened, because all the Gospels tell it slightly differently. But we do know that in one case, Mary Magdalene saw the gardener and didn't know what was going on and said, Sir, where is, where is my Lord? Where is the man who was buried? And she didn't recognize Jesus until he called her name. And he said, Mary, it's I, as he had done when they first met. And then the miracle was real. And the amount of joy that encompassed the disciples, the apostles, the people was incomprehensible. They were running and laughing and dancing and shouting, and there was Jesus talking to them and telling them that the new world or the new kingdom was here, and they needed to believe and to pray, and they were overcome. And that's where the Gospels end, more or less. and then we find out what happened next, and, 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 and the rest of the story is history, as they say. But the worst day was followed by the best day. Has that ever happened to any of us? Yes. I know it has. Yes. And, and this is how God works. And the story, this, this whole story of Jesus Christ, the story of Easter, is not just the story of God coming to to the world, to be with us, but of suffering with us, of dying with us, and of rising with us. 
And that's why we rejoice. Dr. Seigart is with us. Sai's a biochemist. He's taught at NYU at Pitt and at Rutgers University. Check out his book called The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Sai, as you were talking, I was wondering if a biochemist... Well, let me let me back up. I was reading, uh, I've been reading the book of Luke over uh, Lent, and mm-hmm. I was just the other night reading the account of the women going into the tomb, and Jesus is just not there. The body is just not there. And um, the angel is there, but I'm focused on the fact that the that it's it's just not there. So does a biochemist, uh, does a scientist look at the fact that there was a body there and then there wasn't a body there differently than maybe someone who's not a scientist? Well, you know, there are people who, <laughs> who say that Jesus could not have risen from the dead because nobody rises from the dead. I've heard this from many atheists. Sure. And my answer is, yes, you're correct. Nobody rises from the dead. But Jesus was not anybody. He was God incarnate. And clearly, this is not something that we can talk about scientifically. This is God's action in the world. And, you know, I, I think every every time I've been with you on this show, we've talked about science. And notice I didn't say anything about science. Today. Right, I brought it up. You brought it up, and that's good, because it's a good issue. And and the point about Easter is, you know, this is about God. It's about, it's about God coming to be with us in our time of peril, in our time of danger. Right. And we know, we know, as you said before, Kathy, that the Ukrainian people are praying every day. They're fighting, and they're praying. And God is with them, and God is with all who suffer. That was Jesus' promise to us when he came. And, you know, science is not relevant here. (laughs) And and the question of the resurrection, science is not relevant to that. Yeah. And it's It's true. It's a miracle. I mean, it's like you're not presenting a a paper here. You're taking a leap of faith. It's a leap. Yes, exactly. Right. And, uh, you know, when I came to faith, when I came to believe in, in Jesus, when I came to believe in God, uh, I had to understand that as a scientist, through my science, I had very little to say. I mean, there were a lot of things that I could talk about, you know, origin of life and, you know, things I've talked about before on the sure. show, you know, uh, but not when it comes to the nature of Jesus Christ, not when it comes to the miracles that he did, which are not scientifically provable, not scientifically, you know, justifiable. They are miracles of God, and God is the creator of everything. The natural laws are his laws. He can do whatever he wants. And there's one thing about the miracles that has always struck me, and not just me. I read it in in the works of many great theologians and apologists. Those miracles don't take a lot of time. They happen fast. And, you know, it, it's not that they slowly build up. I mean, when, when Jesus turned the water to wine, it just became wine. I don't know if you've ever heard that famous uh, video, uh, audio tape of the pastor who lost his voice and miraculously recovered it 
uh, Dwayne Miller, I believe is his name. And it's, it's an amazing uh, demonstration of an actual miracle in real time. Mm. And it happens like that. It, 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 it just, it just happens. In one minute, he can barely speak and the next his voice is back. Fabulous. And you know, that's what God does. And, and Jesus rose from the dead, came, stayed with us for 40 more days, promised us someone who would come and be with us, the Holy Spirit. And here we are. And, uh, you know, Christianity is true. And we rejoice because the ride, as I said, the rising of Jesus implies the rising of all of us. Amen to that. And it implies that even in this life, in this veil of tears with all the things that are going on, we have reason to rejoice. And on Easter Sunday, we remember that. Amen. So I, I wonder if this is you. Um, I was raised in the faith, then I stepped away. Now, of course, you were an atheist. But when I right. came back to faith, I remember the first time going to an Easter Sunday service. And I hadn't done the work during Lent. But I was still happy to show up on Easter Sunday. And I remember walking into worship and people were like, people were like thrilled. There was like this over sensing. I mean, just people were so happy. And, you know, he is risen. He is risen indeed. And I, I was happy, but I didn't get it fully. But their joy was so big and so complete. I kind of felt a little left out of the party. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was an outsider looking in for most of my life, at least, you know, the first 40 years or so. Yeah. And uh, I didn't get it. Uh, I thought it was at first, I thought it was all nonsense. And then I thought, well, this is nice, but it doesn't make any sense. You know, I had all my doubts. Yeah. And, you know, people don't rise from the dead. I mean, I said the same thing every everybody now tells me. Once I came to faith, one of the things that happened was uh, that was gone. I the, the first Easter service I went to was I can't even begin to describe it. No kidding. As as a Christian, and I realized, wow! So this is what it's all about. It's all about this. <laughs> That's cool. It was amazing. W- yeah. Were you surprised by your feelings? Yeah. At that time, yes. I mean, I've had since then. It's happened many, many times. There yeah. are sometimes I'll listen to a particular hymn and I'll just, you know, lose it. Um, I didn't used to be a very emotional guy, but I am now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting because I bet there are people listening to the show thinking, "Okay, this guy's." I, I don't know a lot of biochemists who are going to weep at hymns. Um, is that <laughs> is that just maybe there are a lot of biochemists who weep at hymns, and maybe that's just you think that's our misconception at how people who are non-scientists look at scientists he's been transformed yeah yeah i mean even even i mean scientists are actually the all the ones i've met are basically like any other human if you saw a group you're all saps yeah (laughs) you know they love music i mean actually science and music go very strongly together there are many many scientists i know and musicians uh, more probably than the general public and a few are artists, um, but uh, I, that includes me, by the way. I'm also a musician. So uh, it, it, I, think, I think there's a misconception about science or, or 
are cold and, you know, scientists are not really into emotion and feeling. Hmm. I remember when I was in high school, I talked, I was talking to some girl about what we wanted to do. And she, and I told her I wanted to be a scientist. And she said, Oh, I'd rather work with people. And years later, after I had been a scientist for a while, I realized I don't think anyone works with people more than scientists do. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's in, an incredible social, social, uh, socially important uh, profession. So yeah, we we uh, we are susceptible to emotions as like everybody else. But I, in particular, once I came to faith, I found myself far more open to feelings, actually feelings of joy, which I never wanted to acknowledge because I was nervous about it. Because deep down, I believed that everything was futile and meaningless and. Mm. And that's not the case. So I, I truly felt that I was saved. Fabulous. Even right now that I was saved. Excellent. We didn't know you were a musician. So what do you play? I used to play the flute. Now I mostly play guitar and sometimes a little uh, saxophone, but I don't talk about that much because I'm not. Oh, no, you're talking about it here. We're going to bring it up every darn time now. (laughs) (laughs) Next time. I have a guitar behind me. I don't know if it's visible, but. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I see see the headstock. Next time we're having a concert. (laughs) Sure, we'll invite you along. Well, Cy, thanks an awful lot. I mean, really, you set the stage for Easter, what's ahead for our hope and our joy, even in the midst of chaos and war and heartbreak. uh, The good news of Christ lives on for eternity. Rejoice, I say again, mm. rejoice. I'm into that. Good to see you, Cy. Thank you, Cy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cy Gart, the works of his hands, a scientist's journey from atheism to faith. We'll take a, a quick break. We'll step away. Our daily feature, Does This Make Sense? That's up next. I'm about to compare a pepper shaker to a cash-out refinance. Hang with me. You know when you're at a restaurant and they ask, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And then they crank that giant tube, but almost nothing comes out. For me, only a certain amount of time is socially acceptable to wait. I know that getting that pepper out might make my life better, but it just seems too impossible. And that's what we hear people say about the cash out refinance. People realize that the value of their home has gone up like hot pepper the last few years, leaving all this extra money sitting inside their home. But is it too hard to get out? It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. If you're interested in cashing out the extra pepper in your home, we're good at doing all the work while you just sit back and relax. And often, your mortgage payment and years in the loan will stay the same. If you'd like to hear about your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal or Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems, heating and air. Our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs, and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Whose rule book do you want to play by? The government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. 
The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Are you looking to grow your career with a bachelor's degree and have college credits already completed? Waynesburg University offers a 100% online degree completion program in business and justice administrations. Classes begin every five weeks. Financial aid is available. Visit waynesburg.edu. I had somebody ask me the other day if this is my real voice. Word FM presents a night out with comedian Chad Thornsbury. Like if I had the talent to do voices, this is the one I'm picking. 7 p.m. May 20th at Impact. Christian Church, Moon Township. A buddy of mine, he's a comic, he's from Australia, and talks like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he is great with women. And they hear me talk like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he can fix my tractor. General admission, just $30 each. Tickets on sale now. Which I can, but that's not the point. At wordfm.com slash night out. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Mostly cloudy skies for tonight. A shower in places. We'll see a low of 36. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. A passing shower or two. There could be small hail and a rumble of thunder. We'll see a high of 49. A couple of showers of rain or snow tomorrow night with a low of 35. For Saturday, mostly cloudy skies and chilly with a couple of showers. Maybe mixed with snow early in the day. We'll see a high Saturday of 45. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Makes sense. Does what make sense? Airplane boarding. You're in boarding group A. Mm. You are in group B. You are in group C. You, you know. Well, there has to be some order to, so everybody gets on. Because you know what? Why? Because everyone's a, an anxious mess, right? Everybody wants to get on. Everybody wants to make sure that the overhead bin has enough room. Everybody wants to make sure that they can settle down. This, everyone's like super anxious. So get in line. Well, people just don't listen to common sense. So you have to put people in categories. Even when you say you're group A, you know the people in group D, you're like, oh, I just up. go. I just go right up. What do you mean? I just go right up and board right away. What? Yeah. What? You Every jump time. the line? Every you time. jump the line? Listen, I look at your judgment, both of you. You jump it? Mm-hmm. What? I do. Now because listen. At, you know why? Because that doesn't make any sense. Just oh. get in line. If you're first in line, you're going to get you're going to get in the plane first. Oh, I see. So rules don't make any sense to you. Just break the rules. Kind of. In this that instance, make... uh, if a rule is that nonsensical, I I don't think it makes sense, John. It makes perfect sense. No, it listen, you know me. I'm not a rule follower. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you're not either. I know that. But this is really against every sort of order and symmetry that I can imagine. I, I'm shocked by this. Because it doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense. If you wait your turn, lady. Wait, why? Should, Jeez. Shouldn't my turn? Just I determine my turn right. by the place in line I'm what, in. As soon as you get in there, you go, oh, give me a sprite. And then she doesn't no, get the, All true. of a sudden, like all chaos. You're the, you get kicked off the flight. It's it's not You'll true. You'll be in jail before you know it. Jeez, I'm shocked. Sorry to disappoint. You jumping ahead. You're cutting. I'm not like sitting in somebody else's seat. It doesn't matter. I'm not, you know. Wait your turn. Man. It doesn't make any sense. Didn't you learn that in kindergarten? Stop. Holy heck. I got nothing. Does this make sense? Airbnb. Oh. I don't want to go to somebody's house. Oh. And sit. I don't I care. love 
love an Airbnb. Listen, the first time I used an Airbnb, what did I end up with? The rooster. The rooster at 5 a.m. Right. I forgot about that. That put me against it. Now, that oh. was about, don't don't judge at all, but well, listen, I love Airbnb. No, I do I'm not. I'm all about it. Then all of a sudden you hear about Airbnb, like put, people putting hidden cameras places. That's, I don't like that. Well, that it's their thing. house. They have hidden that's cameras. No, you're, that's creepy. That's creep right. No, it's All creepy. of a sudden you're sleeping in somebody's, I don't know. Who was in well, that bed? I don't. Well, somebody. Someone's DNA all over the room. I don't even want that. That's creeping <laughs> well, me out. Well, you're, you're never going to stay in a hotel. Airbnb That's, doesn't make sense. Uh, listen, it does. Nope. I love an Airbnb. And wait your turn. It's really. <laughs> it dis- doesn't. That's just get in line. I'm disappointed. Sorry. One hundred one point five WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Are you looking for victory in your life? God did not cause us and call us to fail, but to be victorious. And I love the New Testament that says that our Lord Jesus causes us always to triumph. Not sometimes, always to triumph. Hear Adrian Rogers' series, Victory in Jesus, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. into two-sided flippable mattresses. When the original Mattress Factory was founded in 1990, all the mainstream mattress manufacturers made two-sided mattresses. Over time, they switched to lower-quality one-sided models to cut costs. At OMF, we still make two-sided mattresses because they offer the best durability and support. And thanks to our Factory Direct model, we can offer them at the best value anywhere. Visit an OMF location today to see the difference a two-sided mattress can make. OriginalMattress.com Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Research shows that people remember radio ads with a booming voice that emphasizes all the main points. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. That part is super important. Here's one with a booming voice. I'm emphasizing everything. Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. Like a page with every word highlighted. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov slash EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Like a lot of government, the city of Pittsburgh, city council, has become very 
socially oriented, mm-hmm. that they're passing laws and looking into legislation that uh, in the old days, the old days, back when I was, <laughs> was out of their purview. Yeah, it would have been something that was maybe handled by individuals or I don't know by some neighborhoods. Yeah, something now all of a sudden, city council here in the city of Pittsburgh is like, oh man! And plus, they're giving themselves raises. Yes, they are. They did. Wait, they they peeled that back, right? The raises. A little bit of it. Okay. They cut it in half or something like oh, that. Oh, that's right. nice. They still got a nice raise. Anyway, uh, this is today uh, from today's BG. An amended version of City Council's plastic bag ban will move for a final vote at next week's meeting, but it could pass. If it passes, it could be at least a year before the Pittsburgh um, uh, region sees its effects. So. Uh, so that would just be for the city. Just for the city. Yeah. Okay. You know. So you. I mean, I would be in agreement of this with this. I just don't think we need all those bags. All those plastic bags because they're everywhere, right? They're, they're ubiquitous. Everywhere. Yeah. And it doesn't take a lot of self-discipline. No, to carry those bags? To ba- carry those bags. No. And if And listen, I- pain in the butt, but I get it. It was kind of hard during COVID because nobody wanted to- Remember when we thought that COVID lived on surfaces? Oh, gosh, and so I'm then you could- Spraying off my Yeah, and you couldn't, you couldn't bring your bags anywhere. You know, you couldn't bring them into right, the store. Right. So, they, so then we had to go back to the plastic. So now that hopefully we're exiting the COVID phase, and I'm just saying that hopefully. Maybe. Then it's hard to get in the habit again of doing the bags. But if you can't do it, then you're just dumb. That's what I, that's what I say to myself. Yeah. Like, I showed up at Rite Aid the other night. What'd you have? No bags. Did you have a lot of stuff? I didn't have a lot of stuff, but I had <laughs> enough that it was going to be a little cumbersome Carrying to carry it out. But like I, I thought to myself... I am dumb, so I'm not taking a bag. Like, this is my own stupid fault. The lady was like, oh, let me get you a bag. And I said, you know what? No, because Wait. I just was dumb enough not to bring my bag. She and- offered you a plastic bag? Uh-huh. And you said no to the plastic bag? Yeah, because I, what, I don't need to bring another bag into the to my house and throw it away in the garden. I don't need that. It was my own stupid fault. I'm carrying all the junk out, which I did. How'd that work? It's I, okay. I dropped, drop the, I dropped a third of it when I was trying there to unlock you go. my car. Of course. Was it raining? But it was my own fault. But so what? I, I'm just saying, I it's a. I bet next time I go into Rite Aid, I'm going to remember my bag. Well, I see my my wife has like 50 of those bags. I mean, that's an right. exaggeration. She has 10 of those bags right. in her car. Yeah. I don't have any. Well, because you know, when I'm going, I'm like you. I'm just going to carry it out. Okay. And then, and then to, to be honest, it's a good discipline because I'm like all of a sudden, like I'm a giant eagle and I go, I can only get six things. Right, I can't carry that. Because I can only carry, right, exactly. So that's enough. Okay. But you, here's my thing. When you're driving now on the parkway, the parkways are abysmal. I mean, that's a gigantic trash heap out there. Oh, that's awful. Oh, my gosh. You're driving on this. You look at the litter on the side of the roads, and a lot of it, of course, is the plastic bag. They are everywhere. What is the deal with people littering? I mean, I do something like I'm 155 is, years old. No, I'm sorry, old. but that is the way. Hey, stop it. You <laughs> no, put your litter away, everybody. <laughs> seriously, what is the... Littering is such a dumb crime. It's public service brought to you by the ride home with it's John. A... Stop your littering. Okay. All right, so let me say this. What? This is going to sound... I'm going to sound like some elite, you know, American who's going to talk about how Europe is better. God bless you. Okay, I'm not... Europe is not better than America. No, I I agree. would much 110%. rather live in America. America's the greatest nation on the face of the earth. But... Europe is way cleaner. Now, Why is that? I don't know. 
But and I was not all around Europe. Do they have so, plastic bags? And, and let me just say this: I was not in huge cities, mm-hmm. so I'm not saying London might be mess. Maybe Paris is dirty. I don't know. I wasn't in those places, but the little towns I was in in Europe, they are stinking spick and span. Really? Not here. Oh my gosh, are they clean? I mean, seriously. I mean, it was one of the things. I was on a trip. I was there for a little more than two weeks. That perpetually we kept saying to each other, like, we cannot believe how clean it is. Hmm. Really? Yeah. So it just makes you feel like it's not like it's beyond our capability. No, of course it's not. I mean, people can change. I pick something up and put it in the garbage. Remember the Tidy Bowl Man? Remember that guy? No. Oh, yeah. It was like, the, you know, commercials in the 70s. It was some like little guy. He was like the Tidy Bowl. He was like in your toilet pole. He had like a little boat, and he was dressed like with a little hat and a little bl- blue blazer. I, I'm he would sorry talk. that I missed him. Oh, yeah. Look sounds up, very Look up on YouTube, the Tiny Bowl Man. Okay. But he was always like, hey, you know, keep things nice and clean, you know? That's what we need. That, we need the Tiny we Bowl need, Man. We need like C. Everett Coop, right? The attorney. What surgeon was General. Yeah, the Surgeon General going, or remember Mr. Bug? Don't be a litter bug. Remember that? There, was no. like, there were public campaigns. It was like John and I grew up in different countries. <laughs> no. Right. Like all of a sudden I'm like, you know, in a dream. Right. Remember when? And all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm ancient. No, what listen, has happened? It's not about being ancient. No one should throw garbage on the ground ever. Yeah. Ever. I, ever. Yeah. It should never happen. So. I'm going to be like your mom. Weren't you raised right? Weren't you raised right? Mm-hmm. Apparently a lot of, I'm driving, I'm thinking, what has happened to people? Weren't uh, they raised right? So on 279, uh. Going, I go north and south depending on whether I'm going to work or coming home from work. And I can see the litter on the hillsides. Yeah. Okay. And one of my favorite things about spring is that it starts to green out and then you can't see like the refrigerators <laughs> and dishwashers oh, that are man. on the hillside. Oh, that's sad. Isn't that sad? That's, that's really sad. But I look forward to it. Like, just today, I was driving into work, and I thought, oh, look, I can't see that thing I saw yesterday. Oh, that's good. That's good. We're covering that up for another three, four months. I don't know. You're on the Parkway East. Seriously. It looks like, you know, you're like, you know, in Beirut. What is going on, people? And then you think, wait, is that community? Should that be a community thing, or is that a government thing? I mean, why aren't they people out there picking up right. litter? Or is or that why isn't it a why isn't it's it dangerous a, for one thing? Or why isn't it a personal, um, like resolution? Why why is it hard to t- for pe- to teach people not to do that? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I often picture myself like out there with a stick, you know, with a nail in it. Like I see myself doing that. Like that'll be my like my retirement job. Well, you're just going to be down the side of the road. I'll be a guy with a bucket and like the long stick with a nail, just picking up stuff, right? Okay, let me let me change the subject because I thank you for rescuing no, me because I don't want to see because <laughs> I have nowhere to go. I don't want to see I don't want to see you in that place. Thank you. Um, news comes today that one of our favorite snacks could have major health benefit. What? Yeah, it's not a mallow cup. Cheese it's okay. No, it's not a cheese it either. Licorice oh, just oh, might oh, hold oh, oh. the key to curing cancer. Did you see this? Yeah, that's one of those clickbait headlines, right? Oh, this is going to cure cancer, right? It, yeah. I'll tell you what it isn't, the I blue closed, bag. I closed it by accident. No, okay, so this was uh, on Study Finds, and which is a site that we like, and it says this. This was just posted six hours ago. Um, black licorice or red licorice? Uh, there's, it's there's a just Big black time. licorice. Yeah. Mm, I love – look, Christy's making a face like how disgusting. Listen, how about those little fresh – 
nibs of not the nibs themselves, but you know what I mean? Yes. Like the giant eagle yes. in a brown bag kind of thing. Aren't they delicious? Oh, that's so delicious. How about the ones from Australia? Oh, Remember you got those for my birthday? Yeah. Super fresh, they were really, super really chewy, good. super delicious. Red licorice It's not it's not actually licorice. Is Twizzler a licorice? Twizzler's not licorice. Or is it, is it plastic? It's plastic. It's like in the Parkway East. Yeah. There's a bag of Twizzlers. Exactly. What? People pick it up and eat it. Exactly. Okay, so this doctor, associate professor in the Department of Biomedical Science at the College of Medicine, Rockford, mm. um, is talking about the studying of substances derived from the licorice plant, specifically on the effect of licorice on prostate cancer. Okay. So there's a particular portion, a substance in licorice, which helps new agents, which help can kind of energize new agents for cancer treatment. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, it's an anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. It's also an anti-cancer agent. They, of course, are looking for more research. And they're saying that before you run out to the grocery store for some licorice, study authors say they aren't suggesting that you should all drop everything and start eating it because... It can also raise your blood pressure. Licorice. Mm-hmm. Black licorice. Hmm. So it's not like like Twizzler equals no prostate cancer. <laughs> it's a little more complicated than that. Hi, I'm your doctor. Listen, uh, my advice is uh, eat Twizzlers. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, Christy, you don't like black licorice? No. Oh, really? my gosh. So how about, gross. How about blackjack gum? Remember that? Yes. You know what I bought last night? What's it? A bag of all black jelly beans. Oh, the worst. You would buy those? Oh, yeah. I, I bought them. hate those. I'm surprised you hate those. No, no. Why? I don't know. Like, they're worst. No. Why? I don't know. Because they're, fun- they're just funky to me. No, they're great. I love licorice, but I don't want black jelly beans. Oh, they're no, so no. good. And mm-hmm. you buy the the bag and you got, like, a oh, lot. Oh, too many. They're lining they're up. They're great. I'm surprised you would be buying um, jelly beans. Because it's pure sugar. Well, but it's Easter. It's for my family. Do you buy spicy me. jelly beans? No, I hate spicy. Jelly I love beans. spicy jelly beans. Okay, we can how about help. the uh, the high end things? What are those? Um... Oh, the jelly bellies. Oh man, you like those? I don't really like jelly beans what? very much. I love jelly beans. Only the black ones. Both you guys. What? I don't like any jelly beans. What? What is wrong? Okay, so what goes in your Easter basket, Christy? Um, I specifically ask for Reese's eggs, mm-hmm. uh, like the chocolate covered cherry cordial things. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. Uh, sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Peeps. Nope. Don't like peeps. No peeps. No peeps. What about? Do you like Skittles, Starburst, yep. Sour Patch Kids? Yep. All okay. those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you? Uh, do you both uh, have like a little egg dying party? I haven't done that in a long time. We yes. d- we did that all the time. You have an egg dying party? Yeah, well, I have a six-year-old niece. There you go. See? Yeah. Did you do it when the kids were little? Sure. Egg dying? Yep. But I haven't done it in several years. It's one of those things that we always thought we were we would be we should do that. Right. And then we'd forget. <laughs> we could do a little ride home version. Oh, we should dye Easter eggs yeah. here in the studio. Why not? That Ma- would be awesome. Uh, management would be upset with us. What if, if I could die ba- on the equipment? We, we could do it back in the kitchen. Speaking of, no, I'm glad we have no, enough no, time in today's program to talk about this. John Hall got himself in trouble here in the Seven Parkway Center studios. John transgressed a law basically created for the flourishing of all people. And you said, no, I choose my own okay. personal pace. Now, you know, you know, I'm tidy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are tidy. You're very tidy. Okay. All right. So the other day, yesterday, I made myself a little late lunch 
I have a little tuna fish packages. I'm sure this is scintillating radio. <laughs> People want to know. <laughs> hey, what'd you do today? I heard some guy talking about his tuna fish on the radio. Really? You had nothing else better. Just tuna fish on the radio. That's it. That's <laughs> sad. Anyway, long story short, I had the tuna fish. Then it was kind of late in the day. I just was, you know, it gets a little... It gets a little crazy before showtime. So I put water in the bowl and put some soap in there, and I'll come back. Let it soak. You let it. That's in the kitchen sink here. Big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. I should have just taken care of it, like, right away, like I'm doing it at home. Anyway, come in today. There's a sign there. We're throwing away everything. If there's anything in the sink. More than a day. Out of go. I'm like, what the heck? Where's that bowl of mine? I can't find the bowl. I thought off. I stuck my hand in the garbage, which grossed Christy out. I washed my hand after that. I'm thinking for sure they did. How could they throw away the bowl? Anyway, I was in the kitchen moping. Uh Hard to believe. I was moping. Letting the root of bitterness grow. It was. It was a deep root there for a little bit. Uh Then they came in and said, oh, we just hid. We hid your bowl just to scare you. We just hid it to scare you. That's that's. A lot of public shaming is what that was. Man. And now I'm broadcasting it over 50,000 And lives. Diane was there. Diane, uh-huh. who we love here, as my advocate, God bless her. Did, is she the one that stepped in and saved the bowl? She washed. The bowl was destined she for. She washed the bowl. Oh, my she, And gosh. I was like, Diane, I'm so sorry. God, she was like, you. honey, that's no big deal. I'm, I'll be happy to do that for you. She washed the bowl and then let it sit out. Meanwhile, I'm like getting fined and going to be traded. Mm-hmm. Christy, were you ready to defend him? Oh, she heard me. She heard me. I was hot. He was really mad, and I, <laughs> I was trying not to laugh at him. He he was really mad when he came in. Because yeah. I love that bowl. You know how you get an attachment to things. Mm-hmm. Well, we were just stupid. talking about- Isn't it stupid? Well, we were I'm just, stupid. We were just Fine. talking about how littering isn't hard like to fix. And there I am, like, not doing my dishes. Uh, my yeah. apologies. I need to apologize. And uh, seriously, in all humility, I should have mm-hmm. washed my dishes. Mm-hmm. So I'll not do that again. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. Good for you, John. We need a dishwasher. We're growing as a person. Can no, get a dishwasher no. Here at no we do not. No, but I'm sorry. I really yeah. am. You know, but don't don't throw away my bowl. Yeah, exactly. Holy All right, smokes. we're stepping away. When no, we come we're not. Back, we're talking about the bowl some it's more. National it's po- the tuna update <laughs> with John Hall. It's National Poetry Month. <laughs> Coming up next. Okay, stick around. Keep your bowls to yourself. Are you unhappy with your Medicare supplement plan? Are you paying too much for doctors or drugs? Did you know that you don't need to wait for the annual enrollment period to switch plans? You heard me right. With Chapter, you can apply to switch your Medicare supplement plan whenever you want. Chapter is a free service that helps you make sure you are on the right Medicare plan for your needs. Chapter searches thousands of options to find the plan that best suits your specific health care needs and could save you thousands of dollars each year. Because health care should be your choice, not a bureaucrat's decision. Whether you're already enrolled in a Medicare supplement plan or you're new to Medicare, call Chapter and make sure your choice is the right choice. It could be the last call you ever need to maximize your Medicare benefits. The service is free, so call today. Call 800-404-0155, 800-404-0155, 800-404-0155. 
NTS stands for Master of Theological Studies, and it's a two-year degree for those who want to just deepen in their theological knowledge. With an NTS degree from RPTS, you can be ready for whatever God calls you to. We have three areas of concentration, biblical counseling, biblical studies, either the Old or the New Testament. You can also do one in doctrinal or historical studies. Learn how to get your Master of Theological Studies degree entirely online at rpts.edu. RPTS, study under pastors. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems, heating and air. Our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. No one should read your personal messages. That's why WhatsApp uses end-to-end encryption. It protects whatever you send before, during, and after you send it. So no one, not even WhatsApp, can read your messages. Always message privately. WhatsApp. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. April is National Poetry Month. And I spent most of my life hating poetry, not having any time for it or space whatsoever. But we've come to a new space, and for the last couple of years, we've celebrated National Poetry Month. So, John, the offering for today is? A Blessing by the poet James Wright. What year was it written? 1990. Oh, more recent offering. Okay. The poem is this. Just off the highway to Rochester, Minnesota, twilight bounds softly forth on the grass, and the eye of those two Indian ponies darken with kindness. They have come gladly out of the willows to welcome my friend and me. We step over the barbed wire into the pasture where they have been grazing all day, alone. They ripple tensely. They can hardly contain their happiness that we have come. They bow shyly as wet swans. They love each other. There is no loneliness like theirs. At home once more, they begin munching the young tufts of spring in the darkness. I would like to hold the slender one in my arms, for she has walked over to me and nuzzled my left hand. She is black and white. Her mane falls wild on her forehead, and the light breeze moves me to caress her long ear that is delicate as the skin over a girl's wrist. Suddenly I realize that if I stepped out of my body, I would break into blossom. A blessing. That's one of those moments. My daughter sent this to us today. I think what she said about it is so true, which is that's what you don't know what to do with the joy you have. Hmm. I feel like if I would step out of my skin, I would break into blossom. Blossom. Mm-hmm. 
they ripple tensely. I love that. They can hardly contain their happiness that we, we have, have come. come. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. They bow shyly as wet swans. They love each other. There is no loneliness like theirs. Isn't that great? You know when an animal loves you mm-hmm. and you come home and it's like that. They're like, it's like the greatest, mo- every time it's the yeah. greatest moment they've ever had that yeah. you're home. And I just showed up, but it didn't matter. Your presence was more than enough. Aren't we blessed with animals? Oh, aren't we blessed with animals? Very much so. Hey, oh. thanks for being with us. Yeah. We are blessed that you are with us here daily on the ride home. So thank you for that. Have yourself a great night and oh, say your prayers. See you tomorrow. God willing. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.